This episode, we have Brandon Boone, composer extraordinaire for the No Sleep podcast. How would you introduce yourself to people? Can you tell them like what you're most known for right now? Um, well, I'm, I'm definitely most known for uh, my work on the No Sleep podcast. I write all of the music for that show. Find him, the Wraith. If he's still here, I want him. Some of them tried to respond to that, but nothing happened. I wouldn't allow it. I was in them, swallowed into their very bodies with each sip from their goblets. I swam in their systems. I turned in their bellies like the onset of flu. But now, it was time to come out. You blame me for Phineas. <laughs> Fucking fool. I didn't kill Phineas. But I do know who did. Angus grit his teeth, his features suffused with blood. Can you not guess? She wasn't even Strigoi at the time. But she is now. I began reassuming form in the basin of the fountain, rising from it even as I burst from the stomachs of the assembled notaries among the Strigoi. But yeah, outside of that, I would just consider myself a media composer. And so I just, you know, I would do work in uh, mostly podcasts, but also uh, indie films and video games, that kind of stuff. That's oh, awesome. cool. So did you um, go to school for music or is that something you kind of learned on your own? Uh, I have no musical training. Uh, I take that back. I, I, so after I joined No Sleep, I thought I should start taking it more seriously. And I took two months of piano lessons. Just two uh, months? Outside of that... <laughs> Just say, well, I was tired of driving 45 minutes away once a week for piano lessons. Oh, so, gosh. Uh, yeah, it's um, so I just started looking up like YouTube tutorials and I um, bought some like workbooks from the Berkeley School of Music and that kind of stuff and just started teaching myself how it worked. I've been dabbling in music since I was playing the guitar at 13 years old, but was never any good. I, I think I always I always wanted to write music and play music for something, but I never I never felt like I had a story to tell or anything like that. And, um, I, I got into it with, uh, my wife, uh, was a volunteer at this local radio station for the blind and in Cincinnati, they were doing these radio plays and they needed some music for it. And then at that time I was making like, I don't know, techno or something. I was just trying to be like the prodigy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and, uh, and so, um, my wife was like, we well, you know my husband makes music. He might be able to make music for this. So I started trying to do this whole, you know, like scoring thing. And, um, Again, like back then, I couldn't even tell you where middle C was on a piano. I, I didn't know anything. <laughs> I was just goofing around with software. And so I just started writing this for it. And then at the time, I was a fan of No Sleep. This was during the first or second season. So by the third season, when he said that the 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 show was becoming a lot of work for him, I sent him an email like, hey, I do these radio plays. Here's some examples of my music. You know, if you don't want to do the music anymore, I can try to, you know, help you out with that. And then... I'm here. <laughs> That's so cool. 
That's like crazy. I'm like the worst person to ask for for advice because I've totally just stumbled <laughs> in to all of this. <laughs> yeah, because like, I mean, I took piano lessons for a while and piano's hard. It's impressive that you like have taught yourself. Well, I, I try to exp- tell people, I think it's, I think there is an instrument for everyone. And if you, if you have that desire and so for me, the guitar makes, I understand how a guitar works. I understand, you know, the strings and the notes and how each fret is a semitone. I understand all of that, but to play it, I'm just, I can't, I just can't do it. <laughs> it doesn't like my head, like the way my brain works does yeah. not connect with the guitar at all. And so sense. I was fighting this uphill battle. And then one day I sat in front of a piano and I kind of saw how, you know, the, the notes were laid out and it, it, like my brain just kind of clicked and it made way more sense to me. That's really so I think cool. you just have to kind of explore around and find something that works. That, yeah, that's Could be cool. the oboe for all you know. <laughs> the oboe. <laughs> <laughs> or the triangle for me. <laughs> the triangle. <laughs> well, I bet I'm not terrible at the triangle. <laughs> what would you say are like the steps to get started if someone has no experience? Uh, I think it's kind of a cliche answer, but just do it. Like you just got to put your Nikes on and go for it, I guess. Um <laughs> You know, it's it's one of those things where I, I, I kind of got lucky. And so, like I said, starting off, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I used um, some software called Reason. I was making uh, electronica, very, very bad electronica. <laughs> like, like that is that is not my skill set. And uh, and so when I joined No Sleep, again, with no experience, like I, I did five things. That's all the experience I had. But the show was so small at that point that um, – you know, I guess we kind of grew together, but, uh, I had these deadlines, right? So I, I had to do it. I had, there was no, you know, it's not like you're just sitting around like, Oh, I should really, you know, practice my instrument or something. Yeah. It was, if I don't get this out, then I'm not going to have this. It wasn't even a job. It was like a volunteer thing in the beginning, but I couldn't just let him down, you know? Right. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. I think when you have someone depending on you, yeah. it definitely makes you kind of work harder. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, that's what it is. It's, you know, I write about four pieces of music a day. And if I do that every day, it's just like practicing, you know, you'll just keep progressing with it. Mm-hmm. And if you have an external, you know, boss figure or whatever, they're going to, you know, make you uh, get better. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, were there any early investments you had to make, like with equipment or, I guess, classes other than piano? The YouTube, yeah, the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is what's really cool about when your hobby becomes a career, I guess. Like, so, I mean, if you say investments, I've I've gone from uh, I started off with like a laptop and like a hundred dollar MIDI controller and the, the a hundred dollar set of M audio, um, monitor studio monitors and a little interface. Like it, like my investment was, you know, $200 max or whatever. Since then, ev- like just about every bit of money I've made off of music, I've just invested into better equipment, better, uh, you know, software, everything. And I think that's one thing that I was really lucky with is that, I mean, I've, uh, up until recently, I still had a full-time job. Okay. So I was just basically working two jobs, and I just kept putting all the money that I was making from music back into music. Nice. So what kind of uh, equipment do you have today? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it depends. How nerdy do you want me to get with this? <laughs> uh, Super nerdy. I guess nerdy enough but to where we can still understand. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
So I guess I can break it down. Like, um, I, I use for, uh, stuff with tight deadlines, like no sleep. Um, I use primarily software. I record everything in logic. I've got, um, dozens of different sound libraries, mostly from a company called Spitfire Audio. They're based out of England and they make these incredible, um, orchestral sample libraries. So I use a lot of their stuff. Um, I use Omnisphere, which is like this kind of toolkit for any kind of sound you could ever imagine is probably in there. Um, just, I just, anytime there's a new software out that I think, how can I use this in, in, will it, it, it will it be an investment in a way that, uh, using this I'll recoup the cost. Right. Yeah. Like I think of it very business, like, um, that's what my degrees in. And so I invest in software mostly for work, but then I want to buy some toys. So I've got a bunch of like synthesizers and stuff like that. Like I've got, um, uh, a Dave Smith profit, eight rev two. I've got a Nord keyboard. I've got a whole modular system. I've got some drum machines and FM synthesizers. And, uh, my, my pride and joy is my, um, mini Moog Voyager XL, which they don't make anymore. I bought one of the last ones after saving up for a while. That's crazy. But yeah, it's just, um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I had the ability to invest back into it. You know, I was very, I was, I, I lucked out so much that, I, after the volunteering thing, as no sleep grew and David was able to pay me more and more for my work, which is incredible. I felt like, you know, if he's investing in me, I need to invest in myself and just buy, you know, what is considered like, um, I guess like Hollywood quality equipment, just short of, you know, recording an actual orchestra. Yeah. That makes sense. That's That's, awesome. Yeah. That's crazy. (laughs) That's really impressive that you have all that stuff and you kind of like, I wouldn't say you stumbled into it, but, like, you kind of, like, took a chance on yourself and you're still doing, you're doing, like, such on a high level at this point. You know what I mean? So. Oh, thank you very much. It's really kind. It's, it is one of those things that, like, I mean, it's not like, it wasn't, I've been doing it for seven years for no sleep at this point. And, uh, yeah, it's, I can't even wrap my head around that. (laughs) But, you know, it's been, there's been times where, uh, you know, like, imposter syndrome sets in and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's nice to remember that, you know, people, other, other people have invested in me. So I should, you know, take that as a, as a reason to, you know, keep going. I, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I have like these quotes in my head that I hold on to, uh, in case I ever start to experience doubt or anything like that. Yeah. And I went to PAX East in 2013 okay. and went to a video game, uh, music panel. And the guy said, the only people I know that never made it in this industry are the ones who quit. So I thought, just keep going and eventually it'll work out. Yeah. And obviously it has. So that's like a piece of inspiration right there for anyone listening, you know. I think it's great that you... I hope so. Yeah, and you built up all your equipment from when you first started with that $200. Like, that's really cool that you, like, grew over time and, you know. Yeah. Beefed up your (laughs) your equipment. (laughs) I've always been, like, a huge, like, ever since I got into music... I'm just a gearhead. I'm just a huge nerd for synthesizers <laughs> and stuff like that. So uh, it's been a fun way to invest in myself. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Every time he says synthesizers, I'm going to cut you off, Jamie. It reminds <laughs> me of that um, <laughs> that uh, Fly of the Concord song. Yes. Uh, oh, in, all right. <laughs> in their CD pressure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, sorry. Every Jamie. time I say it, I think of Bob's Burger. I don't know if you've seen the Bob's Burgers episode where – um, I forget the kid's name, but he's like flying through the air with synthesizers all around him and stuff like that. <laughs> I, think I remember that. Gene? Episode. Is it Gene? Yeah, it was Gene. Yeah. Gene. Yeah. Gene. Oh, it's been a minute since I've seen that show. 
What's your creative process like, and how do you come up with, like, the best pieces of music for different stories? I can't talk. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that my my process is, um, so basically, we, you know, we approach one episode at a time, and we have uh, three producers and typically five or six stories. Jesse and Jeff will each get one story each, and then Phil will either do three or four, depending on the length. So the producers will um, create kind of a rough audio mix with just the the voices, and they'll send that to me so I can hear it. Um, typically, th- the problem with this is that it creates shorter deadlines, but the benefit of it is I don't have to read, so I prefer it because yeah. I hate reading. <laughs> as I'm sure Jessica will make fun of me eventually for that. But, uh, <laughs> but also the other problem is when I read it, the voice in my head is going to be different more mm-hmm. more than likely than the voice of whatever the actor is doing, right? Yeah. So I prefer to hear it first. I kind of get an idea of the tone, and depending on the actor and depending on the story, I started. I, I kind of hear in my head like what I want it to sound like, and then I just sit down and I I don't ever like plan ahead. I just start playing and whatever until I find something that feels right, and whatever you know key I've chosen or whatever instruments I've chosen. And then I just go from there and start building on it. Wow. Do you like create music more like by ear or do you like write? Um, so when I started out, uh, my ear was really bad. I couldn't identify pitches very well. Mm-hmm. And so I just relied on knowing the scales. Like, you know, I just, I, I beat into my head, you know, all the major scales, all the minor scales and all the modes, the, um, you know, Phrygian, Lydian, Mixolydian, all that kind of stuff. And so I, I, so I would know that if I'm playing these notes, how it's going to sound because it's all in the same key, right? But as time went on, that became kind of monotonous and boring and to the point now where I wouldn't, I don't play by ear because I know, I know, you know, all of the scales and I know what it's going to sound like, but I break the rules a lot more. So I kind of play by ear in the sense that I know what it's going to sound like when I break the rules so I can do it more consciously. Sweet. Yeah, you have to be good at the basic stuff to break the rules to make it sound good. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. So that's like that's fucking cool. I think, <laughs> in my opinion, especially when you're well, when you're starting out, it's like you know you know what's going to work because these are the rules. You know, yeah, you know that starting from C, all the white keys are the C major scale. So you know that as long as you only play those notes, you're going to be playing in a or, you know C major or A minor, depending on where you start. Right or I'm not going to get into all the other notes, but anyway, <laughs> you know, but you know, you know, it's going, you're not going to, you're not going to do anything too dissonant playing with that. But then as you start to experiment with other scales and stuff, you start to learn the relationships and the intervals between the notes and the harmonies and everything, which is where it gets really interesting. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. I don't ever know when to stop. So I'll just like the nerd meter will just keep <laughs> ramping up until somebody stops me. So no, that's fine. If I, I ever, if I, if we're ever just like lost in the woods, just pull me back on the trail. That's the only way I'm going to make sense. I was just going to say, you know, you can't make a masterpiece by like following the rules all the time. Yeah. You got to break them. Exactly. <laughs> so you said you just started doing this full time. Uh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. How did you make that transition? Um, It honestly just came down to no sleep. And then, you know, I, David was asking me you know, like what, what it would take, you know, for this to be my full time job. And, now he he pays me that amount, so I'm I'm just grateful for all, for that opportunity, you know. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I mean, yeah. Um, not to bring Jessica up doing your interview, <laughs> but uh, 
How dare you bring her up I know, so during sorry. my interview? I know you wouldn't dare bring me up yeah. during hers. Of course not. No, no. I know better. Um, but um, it's so cool that you kind of like had that as, as your plan and made it come true because like I feel like people, even myself, like we get in our own way sometimes. And mm-hmm. sometimes, Oh, absolutely. Sometimes like you have to just, it just takes like one person or a few people like believing in you and you're like, all right, I'm going to take the jump. And like, it's always scary as hell to do that because you're like, it's so scary. you know, like, cause you don't know, like you trust the person, but you're like, what if like, you know, like now things are really weird and we don't know what's going on as far as people's yeah, jobs and exactly. careers. So it's like, I think it's really cool that David was that honest and, you know, forthcoming with everything that you feel safe to do that. You know what I mean? So, so props to David on that. Seriously. I would not be anywhere without that man. He is a godsend. Yeah. David seems like a really nice guy. Like I met him, I think in Atlanta when you guys did the, yeah, he Atlanta, did, yeah. yeah. And that was really cool. You guys seem all seem like really cool people. So it's all on act. We're horrible. Oh, damn <laughs> We're all horrible people. Uh, yeah. I was, I was hoping it was especially it. Jessica. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon's starting to shit talk it early. I like it. <laughs> Everyone knows she's my favorite person in the world. Yeah. Well, maybe top 30. I, <laughs> like, I feel like you have to love someone to hate on them. <laughs> so you said you reached out to No Sleep to get started with them. How did you get working on other projects? Like you mentioned video games and stuff like that. How did you get your name out there for that? It's honestly, it all goes to No Sleep. It's just this, it's the craziest thing where... Um, People who are working on projects are fans of No Sleep and they reach out to me or um, I get a lot of work with Phil, the the senior producer, and we work together a lot on other like short films. And we're, work, we're working. I'm currently working with him on um, another short film and the video game. And so it's all kind of tied together where um, the video game is actually headed up by um one of the one of the co-creators is one of the artists for No Sleep, Abby Howard. So she came to me with the you know this game, and I was like, oh yeah, I'd love to do a video game. So it's all it's weird in the sense that, like you said, how it's scary when you start trying to work for yourself. And I'm in a really weird position where I haven't necessarily looked for work yet. It's all found me, wow. and it's all because of No Sleep. It's all connected to No Sleep. It's so strange. That's awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm well I'm, I'm scared for the time when i have to go out and look for work <laughs> so i'll be terrified then <laughs> like jenny was saying like, i feel like your audio resume is really impressive already if you have to look for work well, they're gonna you. be like the no sleep podcast what? they're gonna love it i mean come on man well, <laughs> it's only because the early stuff's not on the resume <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can never go back and listen to the stuff I did in the but early days. At the same time, the early stuff shows how much you've grown over yeah, the years shows and yeah. where you're capable of going. Because Definitely. if you've exactly. grown that much, you can continue to grow. So that is true. What's your approach to scoring something like the No Sleep Podcast? Uh, a lot of the times, it so it's it's different. Like scoring the No Sleep Podcast is very different than like um, scoring a film or something to picture where I'm like scoring alongside the whole thing. Okay. I don't do that for No Sleep. There's it would it, I would never meet the deadline. <laughs> so basically, if they send me a story that's you know 25 minutes or whatever, I'll write four five minute pieces of music and then an intro and an outro to it. And I send all that music to them, and the producers put it you know. I, I say they massage it into place wherever they need to put it. And then that's the episode. So from my point of view, it's just, and it's like, it's, it sounds in, so incredible that I'm even in this position because of no sleep, because it's like the absolute dream job where I just do whatever I want. There's right. no very, very seldomly do I get notes about what I'm supposed to do. So it's literally just me thinking, 
oh, this is a weird, trippy um, hallucination type of story. I'm going to use my modular synthesizer and I'm going to make all these wacky soundscapes for 30 minutes and I'll send that to the producers. Or it's like today this like I was working on this like cult based story. So I'm doing all of this dissonant string orchestral stuff. And so I just I, I think of the plot points of the story and I write a music cue for each one and just send it off. And let them figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there, there are times when I, I, I write something and I'm like, hey, I think if you start this piece here, it should end with this part of the piece of music and it'll fade out and it'll sound really nice or whatever. But, you know, I I, I trust the uh, the producers, you know, implicitly. Like they The way we work together is just, you know, they're never going to make a decision that I'm going to be uncomfortable with. Yeah, so. that makes sense. So do you ever have to send them like reference tracks, I guess? Like will you say like, I think this should go here as I was listening to the story type thing, or they just basically put it where exactly where they want it to go? Um, so we kind of have this uh, code that me and David made up uh, way back in the day. Uh, we do an alphabetical code. So like if I label a piece of music A, that means hmm, nothing really scary is happening yet. This is the beginning. This is the setup, whatever. B means um, it's starting to get a little scary or mysterious or something. Got it. B, C means uh, it's starting to ramp up and then C is like the peak scary. So I might, you know, they'll get files that say like A, A2, B, C1, C, whatever. So nice. uh, we have this code that we follow. So they get an idea of if they have a, you know, an A, they know, okay, this is going to go where nothing scary is happening yet. That's really that actually saves a lot of time. Sounds like it, like for real. <laughs> we got oh man, uh, saving time is the name of the game because yeah. it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, and I and I think it's funny where uh, I've actually like Phil has sent me a video before where he was waiting for one piece of music, and we've worked together so many times that he left <clears throat> he left like the exact space of music that of what he assumed I was going to send him and he recorded a video of him just dragging the wave file from Dropbox <laughs> and into Pro Tools and it just it fit perfectly it's really useful to be that in sync with your producers That's really yeah awesome. yeah I could yeah. see like Claudius just sliding up over the idea of something fitting perfectly uh, in the edit yeah like. <laughs> oh my god yeah uh. I didn't even think about that he's like I'm nerding out mode. over here <laughs> We did, like, a really fun, short narrative episode. Oh, my God, Brandon, that took me fucking forever <laughs> to put music to, to get the voices right. Uh, it was fun, but it took a long time. Well, it's, it's, well, it's hard to get everyone to sound like they're in the same room. You know, yeah. it's if you, especially if you're, you're recording remotely. So it's, you know, I, I don't understand what the producers do. I stay in my lane. Yeah. I don't think to assume anything. Like, I always make this joke about how, yeah, I'm in this world of audio and I've been in this world for however long now and I still don't know what a compressor does. Oh, right. Like there, there's stuff that I'm just like, you know, Phil will explain it to me and it's just, it just gets garbled as it enters my head. I don't understand it. So I just let them deal with it. At least you know what it sounds like maybe when you add it, add the filter onto some nope. audio. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair no, enough. I, fair enough. <laughs> I just, I just say, like, no. uh, I just I would much rather just say to Phil, tell me what to buy and tell me what to make the settings at, and I'll do that, and then I'll leave it alone. See, that's not just, a bad approach. Well, yeah, well, it's because <laughs> it's not my oh. world. I don't. Yeah. I like I like notes and yeah, um, weird sounds. I don't care right. about the the engineering side. It just it. 
I'll fall asleep immediately. Yeah, I, I totally get you. that. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I understand. For a live performance, right? Um, do you have a different process when you compose something for something like that, and when you actually have to? Oh yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> sorry, I thought that was. <laughs> no, uh, like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> sorry, I just I I'm very reactionary. No, um, no, no. Too much coffee today. No, that's good. That's uh, good. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Totally Never too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we, um, so for the live, the live music I write, um, is much, uh, more incomplete. Like okay. I leave elements out so I have, so I can play something on top of it. Ooh. So I might just record, um, various, again, with the ABC type of, uh, idea and lay those out, uh, with triggers on a controller so I can play a, and I know the key that that theme is in so I can play like, a violin melody on top of it, or I can play a piano on top of that nice. theme. And and so I have something to do. So I'm not just sitting up there, you know, pressing buttons. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> That's are you, cool. are you like improvising sometimes on a live performance? Oh yeah. The okay. entire time. That's so cool. dude. Yeah. So he like, said he basically does like a bass, like, yeah, like um, some kind of melody. Or something yeah, like that, yeah. And then he improvises. The entire I think that's time. awesome. That's so cool. It, well, for me, I just have like, um, like the track name will be like a, and then like a dash and like, E minor or whatever, so I know Whoa. what that's in. Yeah. So for like the live, we're gonna have more live show questions. <laughs> like, do you guys like rehearse with the music too, or to have an idea what you're gonna go for, or do you just come out fresh and you just do your thing? Um, yeah, out? we definitely rehearse most of the time. Okay. Uh, there was an instance in so when we did this uh, UK and Europe tour, mm -hmm. we had different stories for the UK and different stories for Europe. Okay. And so uh, there was like. We didn't have, t there was one new story that we did in Amsterdam that we didn't have time to rehearse. Oh. So like we just went up there and did the damn thing. And <laughs> how'd it go? I was, I was scared that I, if <laughs> I don't, I get, okay. So I get nervous in front of people yeah. unless there's a keyboard in front of me, then I, I'm fine for what for whatever reason. Yeah. But, uh, but for, for whatever, like, so this night, because we hadn't rehearsed it yet, I felt like I was just flying by the seat of my pants the entire time, just trying to keep up and look for, you know, plot points in the story and everything, wow. which made it really fun. But I was exhausted Can't imagine. Uh, by the end of that, just because I was so like, I was so focused on it. It was so intense to try to keep up with. Like, I can see Brandon having to go. It's like a convention where he has to speak at and he just carries around a keyboard. <laughs> like you don't even use it. Or like when we have to go to like a gathering and meet strangers, he has the keyboard like a strap to his neck and just plays like a soundtrack. Like house <laughs> parties. I'm, 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 I'm being totally serious. Like public speaking classes in college and stuff, I would just get like my mouth would get dry and I'd freeze up and get scared. And then yeah. the first time I ever played live in front of people. Uh, what well, also it also helps when they're like there to see you. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not. Yeah, it's true. It's not an open mic or something. Or I'm playing at some bar on a Friday night where everyone's just kind of sitting there with their arms folded, like impress me. So yeah, that's true. It's a different point. feeling when when you get the love from the audience, which is incredible. Definitely, I totally feel you though. Public speaking sucks. Sucks ass. Yeah. It's, <laughs> awful. Yeah. it's awful. Have you ever had like a tough time scoring any project where you've had like a total like idea blockage and just had to create something? as soon as you could no no okay that's good <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding i was like moving on this uh, man's like the yeah. luckiest man ever like geez <laughs> no um so 
um, one of the benefits of, you know, this being a full-time job and, uh, I don't really have a schedule. So it's just kind of, I don't, I don't wait for inspiration to hit. I don't, I never, it's, it's rare that like, I'm like, Oh, I got to go write this thing. So in, because of that, instead, my brain is just like, I heard a, a composer say this once, but like, there's always something in the oven. Like I'm always thinking about the music that I have to write that day. So for example, today, I wrote some music and then I kind of hit a bit of a block and I was like, okay, I'm going to go mow the lawn and listen to the midsummer soundtrack while I do it. And then, cause I know that it's like that, a similar kind of tone. Yeah. So it helps. I just listen to other people's work and I think of like what they're, how they're approaching it, what they're doing. Yeah. And then, um, just try to rip that off. So nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like we totally. For me, I know I'm not going to write what they wrote, so I'm just going to try to do something like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. It was just funny the way you said it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any like specific marketing strategies that you use to get exposure? And if so, what are some of them? Oh, this is like so. My, my degree is actually in marketing, and this oh. is like the worst part of me okay. trying to like. <laughs> I don't like to promote myself. I don't really like to. Um, I don't know. It just it doesn't. I I would rather the people who um, want to find me to come find me. Yeah. Uh, because there's too many times where I've dealt with people who are just aren't taking any of it seriously and it's just a waste of time. Right. So I would rather, I need to know someone serious, but I'm not like, I don't want to be like, I'm hard to find or track down. I just want the people who want to work with me to already kind of have an idea of what my sound is like, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I feel like I, I sound really arrogant right now. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, know, it's hard. You know. It's hard to explain because I just don't, I don't have that. I don't have that in me to like talk that shit promote Brandon, myself. Yeah. I, I can't like, yeah, I just can't I don't take I don't take myself seriously enough. Like I well, I mean obviously I'm serious about my work, but I don't yeah. like most of the time I'm just goofing. Like I just I'm just a goofy guy. So I just like to have fun and you know, I don't have this like serious, you know, part of me that's like, you know, check out how awesome I am or whatever. It it feels uh, ingenuine f- to promote myself that way. So instead, I'm just I just try to be nice and friendly and I network a lot with a lot of people. And then I realize that um, if I'm I could be the best composer in the world, but if I'm an asshole, no one wants to work with me. Yeah. So I think I think it's important for people to remember that in my experience, my very limited experience, people like to work with their friends. You know, so if you can build those relationships and just network with people Mm -hmm. and be a pleasant person to be around, the word will spread and you'll get more work. Yeah. It, it's cool that you say that because like I've noticed that a lot dealing with people um, in general I mean I mean like we've had like a recent experience with someone who was like total like butthole and then it just didn't work but they're really good at what they did but we just didn't vibe right but you well, don't want to you know? yeah. yeah it's like I would rather have I don't want to work with Brandon that guy's an, uh, you know he's an asshole I'd, I'd rather work with such and such yeah. he, his music might not be you know it might be 10 percent you know the quality might be just a little bit worse, but right. I don't have to deal with his ego the whole time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, because that, that ruins the vibe, and once the vibe is ruined, it's like, why, why, am, why am I even here? Like, it's not even fun anymore. Yeah, you it know? takes the so, passion right out of the project. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of, like, as for marketing, do you use any social media networks to, like, connect with fans or just kind of talk to people and stay in touch um, with people? I'm on, I use Instagram more than anything just because it's kind of the most uh, unpolitical space okay. uh, that I have access to. Um, so it's, it's uh, as far as like uh, uh, social media tends to drag me down a lot and I don't like that. Yeah. Um, 
so I don't use, I don't really use Facebook or Twitter unless I'm kind of tagged or mentioned in something and it, you know, it lets me know when I go and check out whatever it is. Right. But, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't really use it that much. I just like Instagram cause it's fun. Yeah, definitely. I think Instagram is kind of fun though too. Yeah, it's my favorite yeah. too. I'm surprised you're not on TikTok. That's where the music lives. I just found out what TikTok was like 45 <laughs> seconds ago. 45 so seconds I don't ago. even know. <laughs> I feel like you would kill it on TikTok. It's like a music platform. You'd yeah. kill it on TikTok. I know it's a music thing, but it's also like a face with music and I don't like to show myself a lot. It's just I don't know. We'll get it we'll get into the reasons once Jessica gets here about why I don't like to show my <laughs> face a lot. But And I'm sure uh, you could bust a move, do some dances, some challenges. No, oh, you, no one wants that. <laughs> no one wants that. That's when you just put your I will kid not be on, on the there, TikTok. You know, just do videos of your, your child and Oh, your yeah. music, you yeah. know? That could be cool. Because people love kids. People do love kids. <laughs> well, I think the other thing is I don't think about it much. Yeah. I'm always, I try to, I stay so busy with other things that yeah. um, when I'm not writing music, I just like want to shut my brain off and play video games or something. At, at this point, you don't have like, say, like a music bank on SoundCloud or something like that at all. I have a SoundCloud, but I haven't uploaded anything in maybe three years or something. Oh, wow. Like, okay. I just don't. Yeah, I, SoundCloud, I don't like it. I don't like the platform, but I do have a Bandcamp. I put up all the music from the show on Bandcamp. That's awesome. It's, and it's like, and I can set it up to where it's free to stream or you can buy the music from uh, a story for a dollar. It's like the least amount it'll let me charge. So I, it's a way to keep it out there if people want to find it. So I've got, I think, maybe 3,000 tracks on Bandcamp. Oh, wow. wow. Say, for instance, like a song is used on No Sleep, right? And it's like official mm-hmm. on the story, released, everything. Can someone else yeah. use the same song on their nope. whatever? They can't. That's totally okay. Cool. That's yeah, it's know. so I don't, I, I withhold all of the rights to my music, but I wouldn't do that to David or the No, or the no Sleep podcast. I think there's almost like a, um, like an unspoken agreement yeah. that, you know, the music I write for the show is for the show. Got it. That's really cool. I like that. That's, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, I think you mentioned the video games and the, I guess the movies, right? But is it like any other kind of projects you'd want to work on in the future? That I would want to work on? Yeah, like any projects that you. I mean, any any kind of media thing I think would be cool. Um, TV, movies, whatever. As long as it's writing music to something, I'm I'm into it. Do you have like a dream movie? Like a Batman score or something you want to make. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm the guy for superheroes. Dude, although Elfman be. Elfman did uh, Batman and it was incredible. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think like the 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 movie scores that um, kind of pique my interest are things like like I said, Midsummer or Suspiria or the new one or um, Hereditary. Oh yeah, and, or even like all of the like. Johnny Greenwood stuff like there will be blood so like the really kind of dissonant yeah. uh, um, offbeat uh, rhythmically all these kinds of weird crazy stuff nice. more than just like some triumphant theme as the Avengers fly in and beat <laughs> the guy whatever <laughs> yeah I get it that makes so sense. more of the creepy vibe yeah <laughs> yeah I like the creepy vibe I like the I mean I, I love uh, writing to strings and classical instruments but I want to use them in a way that sounds scary yeah so. of course is there any like any secret information or projects you can share with us exclusive on epic breeze podcast right now <laughs> i mean it, for, for right now i'm doing like i like i said i have the video game which i don't know if i can say anything about i'm working on a uh, an animated short 
Um, oh, that's so cool. With a Hassani Walker, another no sleep artist. As I said, it's all insular and connected. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Uh, that's really it that I can think of. Sweet. But the, see, well, it's, it's hard for me to promote like any of these projects because a lot of them are like film festival movies. So there's not really any way yeah. to watch them except for the festivals. So yeah. I can't go, you know, go on YouTube and watch this thing or, yeah, you know. I wonder how they're doing that this year. Is it going to be streaming on like Vimeo or I'm something just, like that? I was just listening to a podcast that was talking about it and I, yeah. they're trying to do something. But it's hard because... Uh, a lot of the bigger film festivals have like exclusivity rights to films. Okay. So it's hard to, I guess you can't like stream it because then, it, then it's on the internet forever. Right. Someone will re- record it. So yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. It's hard. Dang. Yeah. That's rough. Right. Yeah. Jeez, man. All right. Tough times. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. We're making really good time though. Speaking of time, we get to call. Oh just, yeah, we are. We get to call just now. <laughs> oh man. So we're going to um, start a segment where Jamie came up with the names called Mean Snacks, yeah. right? So, <laughs> and, um, well, if you want to know what my – so I have, like, the note in my phone, and I just have it listed as uh, Shit Snacks says. Oh, nice. That's perfect, too. So, yeah. That AKA could be what it's called. Says. Yeah, that's perfect. Or Snack Talk. <laughs> snack Talk, yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess to explain this, um, when we interviewed Jessica – she mentioned that Brandon has a list of things that she said to him over the years that's really mean. And Brandon, like, mm-hmm. said he still has the list. So we're like, we have to make this a part of his interview. So this is the moment. <laughs> yeah, because she was pretty, like, irritated that we kept bringing up Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved listening to that interview because I could, I could just tell. It's hilarious. That it was just... Uh... You know, she said she said a lot of nice things about me, so I can't be too upset. Yeah, she definitely did. She she was like fair in the hate yeah. love. Um, I feel yeah. like I feel like it's similar to how I hate on Chris. Yeah, you know, it's like mm. you know we love you, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> if anyone says anything nice about me, like Jessica just rolls her eyes. That's kind of the way it is. That's yeah, so, that's so yeah, good. I get it. <laughs> okay, so um, Jessica's gonna call. We're gonna call Jessica. She's gonna read the list, and whatever happens, happens after that. Like we hope this gets to the bottom of the beef because we're trying to settle this, or it might make the beef worse. We don't know. It's all unpredictable. Um, we hope like we hope Brandon has some response. We'll see. I'm gonna call Jessica now. And now it's time for Jessica's list of mean things. Brandon edition. AKA Shit Snack Says. I hope I'm the mystery guest. I'd like Brandon to tickle my keys. Let's get the show started, shall we? Hey, Snacks. Hi, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) This is the segment we're calling. What's what's the name of the segment, Brandon? You said it. I'm sorry. You guys can keep your own, the original name. I was just letting you know the list is called Shit Snack Says. But it's not mean. He deserves it. Right out the gate, right out the yeah. gate with the with your abrasive hate. No, I was kidding. So, uh, Jessica, first of all, thank you for being a part of the interview. Um, and you know, talking shit, we appreciate it because you're like one of the best shit talkers we've ever talked to. So, this is your time to shine, Jessica. Read that list in the meanest way. So you just you just want me to go just go down the list and read it. Brandon sent Wait, me an, an abridged version of the list. I left out a couple of the meaner things that would need a lot of explaining. <laughs> <laughs> and like, can we like can we get a background on, on how this started? Like, well, how did the list start? Yes, or like, Max, we'll why are you so off? mean to me? 
Okay, so as you can see here, we have Brandon playing the victim, where he's acting like, oh, Jessica's just mean to me for no reason. And so to further play the victim, Brandon created an out-of-context list of things I have said to him that sound really mean. Oh, so that way he can show people and make me look bad. Get real. <laughs> That's all. That's all true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good segue into the list right there. Yeah. So, all right, go for it, Jessica. Whenever you're ready. I'll just I'll just read down the list. Are you gonna like provide context for each one after you say it, or are you just gonna let it rip? Uh, what do you want? I could do either. Um, it's up to you guys. I think some context would be kind of fun. Okay. So first of all, first one on the list. This is just kind of the catch-all. Um, Brandon. Um, oh, music to my ears. Because <laughs> Brandon will just do stuff or just say stuff. And it's like, Brandon, you know? Yeah, valid. <laughs> totally get it. Totally understand. So that's one that happens a lot. Um, number two on the list, go to therapy. Go to therapy. I love that number one was just his name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But it's it's the it's the way she says it. Yeah, yeah. That's the important part. Yeah, I've weaponized but, his own name against yep. him. But she wrote it down on a list. <laughs> he wrote it down. That's on what a I list. mean. I don't want to forget it. It's so cutting though the way she said it. <laughs> I do want to defend you on this though. Go to therapy is good advice for anybody. Yeah. That <laughs> so that's fine. Brandon, yeah. Brandon was being like all self conscious about stuff, and I was just like, go to therapy. <laughs> Yeah, she was tired of me whining. Yeah, that's her being really sweet. So that's a point to Jessica right there. I feel like she's just <laughs> taking the wrong points? way. Like, uh, there's no way I'm going to win in points. I didn't think we're doing points, but now we are. So point to Jessica. Brandon, oh. you have a point too, I guess. We'll start off even. Okay, cool. All right. Um, the next one kind of goes down the same line as go to therapy. What happened to you? It's fair. And I'll... Also in that vein, Brandon, please change. Oh also fair. <laughs> All right, I say that's a half point to the both of them. We have one and a half for each of them. <laughs> Keep tying. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead, Jessica. All right, uh, next one. I want to like you so much, but you make it so hard. That's a point to Jessica because she's trying. Again, like I'm yeah. trying. <laughs> I you made like, an effort to yeah. to befriend me, and I just am an, accept, an, an unacceptable person. Yes. I understand. Stop it. Go to therapy. <laughs> so that's two and a half for Jessica. She's winning right now. Mm. Brandon does this thing where he acts like he's this terrible human being <laughs> to kind of hide the fact that he's a super nice guy, and he just refuses to accept that. He just can't accept that version of himself. <laughs> You're not allowed to be nice to me here. <laughs> Dude, Jessica just got another half point, man. She, she, Damn it. <laughs> wow. That's three for Jessica. She's killing it. Okay, right this one might be kind of bad, though. Um, I just don't want to be near you anymore. All right, that's a point for Brandon. I don't even remember the context for that one. I don't, I don't either, but it's definitely something I would say to you. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all, it's verbatim. Always are verbatim. <laughs> all right, so we got two and a half for Brandon, three for Jessica. Man, all right. <laughs> uh, next, you can be better. That's just motivational. Yeah. That is true. You can be better. I can be. I'm trying to be better. Are you? Sometimes. 
RJ, who gets a point on that one? Remember you forgot your own daughter's birthday party? Oh, I remember my God. <laughs> you know, I was going to say something earlier, but I was being nice. I'll let, like, I'll let, J- <laughs> I'll let Jamie hand out some points right now. So who gets that point? Right, Jessica. Jessica. Oh, my God. Jessica's of course, good. Jessica. Of course, Jessica, because Jessica. Sorry, I feel... I feel like I can relate to Jessica a oh, lot. Man, Jamie has a bias. She does have to put up with me for a long time. So, <laughs> man, okay. All right, next up, Brandon's the mischievous one who would steal your socks. This one needs some context. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what this one was. It was just missing socks doing laundry on tour. So, well, we were talking about like what mythical creatures we would all be. Um, oh, Dave that's right. Is obviously a wood nymph. Cool. Nicole is a mermaid. And Brandon is a mischievous elf child. <laughs> but what are you? I don't know, a nightmare. Um, a so, nightmare. like, if you've ever seen Brandon get in or out of the van on tour, he does this, like, little adorable skip thing. He, like, he like jumps in, like, with energy and sprightliness. And then he'll, like, hop out and li- land lightly on his feet. Wow. I'm very nimble. I'm very nimble. Yeah, so Brandon's basically an elf is what i'm saying so jessica gets one point brandon gets half a point for being so nimble and light on his feet (laughs) (laughs) so that's three for brandon was that five and a half for jessica i have no idea (laughs) she's crushing me all right we'll give brandon one more point just for just for competitiveness uh brandon gets four jessica five and a half there we go (laughs) oh i missed one i missed you can be better oh no i didn't miss that next one is you're a fool. <laughs> I don't think context is needed, but it is just cutting a bit. But again, I'm sure you were being foolish. I love how Possibly. she says it with such confidence. You're a fool. Like she has no doubt in her head. <laughs> yeah. So it's one thing to be insulted, yeah. but be insulted by a voice actor. Yeah. Who's better? <laughs> who's right. better at talking than normal people? <laughs> better at talking than normal people. <laughs> Oh, that is true though because because her delivery is so like on yeah. point you can't yeah. you can't it's undeniable yeah, yeah. dang Jessica. yeah exactly six and a half to four is that the list oh, oh we still we got we got one two, three, yeah, three, three more yeah. okay good good okay brandon so there's still hope then so hopefully you get some more points <laughs> no there's not i'm looking at the list there's no <laughs> oh, dang. it is your list yeah <laughs> uh next up i don't think you're creepy but you're definitely an asshole <laughs> Is there any context? I don't already? remember this one. Do you, hun? <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to remember. It's like, I must have been doing something, and I thought, oh, I probably sound really creepy. And you just thought, no, you're not creepy, but you're an asshole. <laughs> oh, no, I bet I called myself a creepy asshole. And you oh. said, no, you're not creepy. You're just an asshole. So, so that's a point that of sense. Brandon for that. being um, aware of self-aware self-aware in my assholery right right so you got that's five (laughs) oh my god dude dude, you're catching up you're doing really good right now (laughs) i'm working on it this next one's gonna cut me down though (laughs) i think you embellish this one i don't think this is verbatim this is you literally called me this I can just see him like uh, whipping out his phone, taking the note, like right as she's saying it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what I would. That's exactly what would happen. I would just write it down. It's like that's how he processes his feelings. It's going on the like, list. That's another one on the list. So, so the next one is lowest tier human possible. 
<laughs> wow. That has to be a background story to this one or some context. I mean, can we get some? You know, Brandy was probably just being a douche. <laughs> and someone's got to call him on his shit. We go yeah. on tour and everyone comes up to Brandon. And they're like, oh, oh my God, God Brandon, yeah. you're <laughs> so talented. <laughs> and you're so handsome, Brandon. <laughs> and oh my God, Brandon. And then he gets this big inflated ego and he's walking around like hot shit. Someone has to tear him down. Oh, man. Jeez. I have never, <laughs> ever walked around thinking I'm hot shit. <laughs> Meanwhile... Oh, Jessica, you're my favorite voice actress. I loved you in The Whistlers. Brandon, no one wears a man bun like you do and doesn't think they're hot shit. Is that another That's one going for on the, the list? list. <laughs> That's the exclusive Epic Breeze list maker right there. Yes, thank you. You're such a lying piece of shit, Brandon. That's all, yep. I don't even know what I lied about. I don't know what the, I have no context for this one. So who got the point? Did Jessica get the point in the last one? Is that seven for Jessica? <laughs> what did I lie about, Jessica? Why did you always lying? How am I supposed to keep track? I don't keep a list. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> so that's seven and a half and six for Brandon. Oh, he's close. He's close. close. Yeah. There's two left. Just two left. Oh. Next is oh, man. I Brandon's that. just trash. Um, <laughs> probably when you were being... Just trash. <laughs> oh my god! And yeah. this one's my favorite. I hear you. It's just not worth responding to. <laughs> she just resorted to ignoring me. For that last one, Brandon got the one and a half point. For the very last <laughs> one, I think Jessica got the point of that one. <laughs> yeah, I got to get to that. That one. That is a good response when yeah. someone's trying to. Acknowledge exactly. you as a human being. In no, Brandon, Brandon will say stuff to try to rile me up, and it gets to the point where I stop responding to it because I know he's being a troll. And then he'll be like, Snap, did you hear me? And I'm like, Yeah, bitch, I heard you. I got shit to do. I got yeah. shit to do, like sit in this van for six hours. Oh my God. Sitting in a van for six hours is exhausting because I sit next to you in the van, Brandon. You sleep the entire time. Yeah, being unconscious is the only way to survive. <laughs> see, I can't see anything. I can't see anything, and I just get cut down. Dude, I will say Jessica has some of the best comebacks. I know. I need to take she notes, does. man. She's killing it out here. She man. does kill the game. Look, I have three sisters. I had to survive. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. I gotta work on my uh, cutbacks here. Maybe, like, maybe you probably should talk to Jessica more often. Just school you on some game. Gotta really to like throw some jabs at Chris. She's gonna start time. a master class for a trash talk. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the list. I like. I think Jessica won. Uh, of, course, of, course, of course, she did. It's her list. You know, it's the stuff that she said. I just love that you have the list. I know. Yeah, the list is amazing. And that's why. That's why I don't keep any context. I don't. It's better without context to just know <laughs> that this lovely young voice actress said well, these horrible, horrible things to me. Right? Jeez. Yeah. She looks so sweet and innocent, and then she. Then you have to just be around her for thirteen seconds when I'm present in here. <laughs> Cut me down. I mean, I don't you think know, he's this wrong. No, he's not wrong. Because as soon as she said hello to him, you could hear it in her voice. Yeah, you could hear she's like <laughs> waiting on that Skype call by her laptop. like, <laughs> What's funny Brandon. is I will say, so like back before like one of the tours or something, mm -hmm. um, I had to do a call with David 
and I didn't realize that Jessica was going to be on the call until like I joined the call with David and I checked the email and I was like, I didn't know Jessica was going to be here. And then Jessica joined the call and she went, Oh, Brandon's here. So <laughs> Y'all just like have this natural hate for each Heck other. Yeah. See, this is why I didn't go on the European tour. Cause Brandon told David, oh. he's like, I can't go on another tour with Jessica. And David's like, look, it's either you or Brandon. And I was like, well, I'm just a voice actor. I can be replaced. You kind of need Brandon since he's our only musician. So how dare you, how dare you put that on me? Brandon. You know how badly I wanted you to go on that tour. <laughs> you did not. You were, you were so missed oh, snacks. I'm of Jessica knowing to yell at me about not eating vegetables and going to bed at a decent hour. We're free to have fun finally. Do you know how many times we would see something and I would just start openly weeping thinking, <laughs> thinking if only Jessica were here. If you only Jessica were here to experience this. <laughs> I would just sit there and just wipe a tear from my eye like, Jessica would have loved this. So, 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 Brandon, like, how many times did you, like, I don't know, send Jessica a cool message while on tour? When you're Never. Obviously? Brandon, never talked to me the whole tour. Brandon. I even tried how they were doing on, like, our group Slack. Be like, hey, guys, how's tour? And it was just ignored. Wow. The truth. Okay. I would like to address that for two separate reasons. Okay. One, oh. the time difference was like eight hours. <laughs> and fair. two, That's fair. we sent you pictures every time we saw the word Omega. So. <gasps> And that's a good thing. Yeah. I have to hear your stupid voice in my head every single time you sent it. Oh, my God. So what's the background to the word Omega? I think I'm out on that Yeah, one. Brandon, what's the background oh, to the no, word Oh, no. I should not open this box. Yeah, because oh. you just said it, so you kind of need to know some uh, background on this. Oh, okay. So I'll just explain. So, so we have British people, right? <laughs> they exist. Yeah. So... They don't say Omega. They say Omega. Omega. Okay. And I said, wow, that sounds sexual. And so every time we'd see Omega, I'd go, Omega. And it kind of does, actually. Cut Jessica to the core. So I have to agree every time we'd see it. He'd like make eye contact with me and he'd go, go like, Omega. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, sexual harassment in the workplace, Brandon. All right, I guess I'm canceled now because this is out there. (laughs) Oh man, oh no, oh my god. Which is weird because you actually you don't realize how many times you see the word Omega until you make a joke out of it. Yeah, and then every all of a sudden it's everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So, do you want to stick around for his uh, his his um, quick fire question uh, segment, Jessica? Since you're oh, here, I don't want to like intrude. No, Jessica, I like when you're here. Yeah. I think you're a really lovely. What does he mean? Is that a yes or is that a no? You yes, can stick around. Oh, okay. stick around. I'll stick around. Then I'll sit you know, here and judge you. Plus, Jessica, like, I am transparent. I would love to hear your answers too if the questions are different. Plus, this is your time to like you know steal some of his shine since he stole your, your shine last time where we started talking about him. Yeah, so. I had so nothing like, to do with that. This I had, had nothing a to do with that. Interview and it just turned into oh, Brandon, yeah. so incredible. <laughs> this is your Mediocre revenge time. This is your revenge time. Jessica. Go to therapy. Uh, 
but it's not like I crashed your interview, Jessica, and like came on the call and hung out for 20 minutes or anything. So, look, someone needed to save this interview. Wow! (laughs) Damn. She's like, I've got nothing. I can't say anything. I can't say anything because if I if I try to say anything to Jessica, I just get one upped. Oh my god, that's so funny. Dude, I love this. We can go I, for like another hour with you guys. <laughs> my profession literally requires me like no voice. I don't talk or anything like that. I just use music. So this she is, has the upper hand. This is so it's good. an uphill battle for me every time. Just whip out your keyboard and play some sassy tunes. <laughs> the sassy score for snacks. <laughs> All right. Go first, Jamie. First question. What kind of music do you listen to? Honestly, go. Know. No, it's not. Oh, he makes music. The, the I'm most curious. Broad, I do listen to a lot of radio. I like Radiohead a lot. Um, I listen to mostly. Um, I listen to a lot of uh, either film scores and I listen to a lot of hip hop. Oh, dope. Okay, cool. My most listened to album of last year was um, "Ginger" by Brockhampton. If that's any nice. context, that was a good one. Definitely. Jessica, do you like some hip hop too, or no? Um, I didn't really grow up with much hip hop, so it was never like really part of my life growing up so your go-to music i guess your go-to music i don't want to talk about music in front of brandon because he'll just make fun of me (laughs) no just no what's funny is like i'm like trying i'm like racking my brain trying to think of like i have no idea what jessica's musical taste is other than like two bands that she may have mentioned offhand we both at least understand we don't like weezer we at least have that yeah we have that in common like no weezer at all I mean, there I, are some songs that are tolerable. Oh, you guys. <laughs> what's the what's the uh, hash pipe song? I heard that 4,000 oh, times when I was 14, song. and I can't listen to any other music ever again. How, how does it go? Which one is it? I don't know. I've got my hash pipe. That's all I know. <laughs> it's just that over and over. <laughs> the hash pipe song. So, um, Jessica, did you have a go-to like genre or anything like that? Yeah, I listened to mostly a lot of alternative rock which is a pretty big genre as it is because it includes like indie rock and folk rock and like because i like a good mix i don't like just listening to like one thing over and over did you have like an album of last year like brandon said like brandon said (laughs) (laughs) brandon and his wonderful Uh, answer jessica can you pattern after that please (laughs) can i be better than brandon who's your favorite band who's your favorite band jessica i don't even think i have a favorite band is it my chemical romance no, but I'm super excited okay. for their concert in October okay. if that's still happening. Yeah, really? Coronavirus. <laughs> so some context for it is like, um, so we've been on three national tours together yeah. and two uh, separate Canadian trips, right, Jessica? Yes. Yes. So we spend a fair amount of time together on these tours. Yeah. I've never once ever seen jessica like actively choose music to listen to oh wow okay well because like when we're in the van everyone's got like their headphones in doing their own thing you know yeah but i'm not like seeing you like at the airbnb or whatever just like popping on some tunes or whatever is she just trying to when do we ever have time (laughs) at the airbnb to pop on some tunes I don't know. I'm just. What tunes are we having to pop on, Brandon? <laughs> it's like he's trying You're to right. defend her here, yeah, but I... she's taking offense to it. I'm just gonna not talk anymore. You take <laughs> you take over, Jessica. Whenever we go to an Airbnb, it's like throw down our stuff, and then I usually like <laughs> pass asleep. out asleep. Yeah. <laughs> because she's trying to like not deal with Brandon. She's trying to go to sleep. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then Brandon oh will take pictures of me with my like mouth open and my head like drooling. Oh yeah. Brandon. <laughs> Dude. It, I, okay, I don't I don't turn? keep the pictures. It's me. <laughs> it's me. I'll take a funny picture and I'll send it to her on Snapchat. So when she wakes up, yeah. she sees how ridiculous she was sleeping. Okay. That's that's fun times though. That's fun tour times. Yeah, right? so you can yeah. be like Jessica. Do you think you have self esteem? Ha ha! Not anymore. <laughs> I feel like that's what it's like hanging out with guys. Yeah, probably <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. To or be fair, least... you've also taken some incriminating photos. So. <laughs> you? I take yeah. incredible pictures of you, Brandon, and then I send them to you, and you're like, "Oh, that's actually a really good picture. Can I post that?" And I'm like, "Of course you can, Brandon, because I care about you." <laughs> oh, I see. Now how the, the turntables have turned. <laughs> okay. I hope ahead. people get that reference. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. My my question. Uh, do you have like a, a fun? Never apologize to Brandon. <laughs> okay. Damn it, Brandon. I'm not sorry. Uh, <laughs> Damn, Claudius. <laughs> what What's your funnest memory of being on a no sleep tour? Other than all the fun stuff you just talked about, because that seems. Really um, I think just, just hanging out in the in the van with Jessica. You know, oh, she's just a really. <laughs> My fondest memory of being on tour, um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of memories on tour and it's for, for whatever reason, like the way my brain functions, I kind of block out all of the like monotonous driving and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I just have like these memories, but I think what I look back to the most was the first time we were all together in San Antonio, uh, or is that right? Or Houston. Houston. Like the very first, like when we all met up and we yeah, the very got, first like, time macarons and stuff. Yeah, we went and got macarons and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was lovely. Before was we knew each other. That was yeah, Houston. that was Houston. Houston. Yeah. So that we... first night in Houston, when it was like, so it, it was like the surreal experience of finally meeting all these people who I've you know in a in a weird way worked with for years at that point, and there was a, our first rehearsal like hearing them in like voice actor mode, you know, around a table reading the script and Jessica just killing it the whole time. Like she's just nailing all the time. So uh, yeah, that's my, my fondest memory is that first, the first night we all met in Houston. That's awesome. That's a good one. See Jessica, he's being the sweet guy that he is now when he's not tormented. He's doing it on purpose though. He's doing it. He's manipulating you. He's like, oh, look how nice I am. I don't deserve any of the hatred Jessica gives. This is what he does. Oh, I'm with this you, is Jessica. Like when they, this is when like, this so Jessica sees done. herself as like the hero and I'm the villain. Yeah. But, she's, gonna... but she, she has warped her view so much that Man. she's becoming the villain. Oh, wow. And you know what I mean? It's like this. Such a sad, you know, sad, no sleep you world. You live long Man enough. watched the Joker movie and now he thinks he's deep. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to add Brandon thinks he's deep to the list. You should, should add that whole sentence to it. Brandon watched the Joker movie now he thinks he's deep. Oh my gosh. What is your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Yeah. <laughs> He's also it's like a Joker age, because it made me really deep. No. Um, <laughs> my favorite movie. Jeez, um, my 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 favorites of things change constantly. Um, so possible. <laughs> because I just I my I I just keep my taste just keeps changing. I guess I was just so. The, 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 my safest answer is uh, there will be blood. Oh, cool. 
Now you see Jamie getting into Jessica mode. Obviously, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, now I'm getting it from all angles. So Damn, thanks for coming on, Max. You invited me. You asked for this. You like the abuse. I do. All right, so what's like one of your guilty pleasure songs? Like a song that you're ashamed um, to say you like, but you really do love secretly. There, oh, there was a song that I really liked. Um, oh, what is it? I mean, I like, uh, so I'm a dad, so I like all of the Disney music. Like the Frozen soundtracks are really good. Okay. But I'm trying to think if there was one song recently that I feel like I should be embarrassed. That I like this song. <laughs> I can't think of it. I can't think of it. It was like a Miley Cyrus song or something. Oh, okay. Wow. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Jessica, you didn't answer the, the favorite movie question. If you'd oh, like to. Oh, my favorite movie? Yeah. Oh, that's rough because, like, I don't really watch a lot of movies nowadays because, like, I'm a stressed human being. So even, like, fictional conflict, I'm like, it's too much. I'm dying. Oh, no. Um, so I just watch, like, a lot of, like, gameplay stuff where the stakes are very low. Got it. But That's I like fair. cartoons and scary movies, just, like, opposite ends of the spectrum. I like really scary movies, and I like really just nice cartoons. What's your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie? Oh, boy. Um, it might be A Tale of Two Sisters. I think it's I'm Korean. Um, I really enjoy... Um, wow, look how fancy and cultured Jessica is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I really enjoy um, oh, the way Asian scary movies kind of approach the genre because they take it from... They don't do a, typically do a whole lot of special effects. They do a lot of practical yeah. effects. Yeah. And I find one of the biggest immersion-breaking things in a movie is when it's like, oh, that's CGI, yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah. Then, like, I feel that way. Like, if you saw Mama, that was probably my biggest complaint to the movie. They, like, they showed her. It was like, oh, that's CGI. And then they just kept showing her. And you're like, that's, <laughs> that's still CGI, man. That's yeah. just. <laughs> no, you're right. Did I, you I see It Chapter 2? I haven't. I wanted to um, because I'm terrified of old people. Okay, so that scene, that's what I was going to talk about. That yeah. scene with the old woman, it's entirely, it's super creepy, right? Like, it's like the yeah. creepiest. I that's watched the movie, it's the creepiest part. I don't, I don't want to give any spoilers, but how that scene ends, it is ruined by CGI. I agree. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah I agree. You, oh, so you've, you've seen it, Claudius? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it, 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 I laughed. Dude, It yeah. was, Yeah. And and you know what else? I'm gonna cut you off, but you know what else is really bad to me? The very not the to spoil end. it, but the very end. <laughs> what happens there? I'm like, what the hell yeah. were they even going mm. for with that? Sorry, yeah, it's sorry, very bizarre. bizarre. I'm gonna ruin it for you, but yeah. <laughs> I've read the book. Um, okay. It's okay. I know what happens. If it, what happens in the book happens in the movie, yeah, I think. Good lord. I think, like, I think they stay kind of <laughs> close, except for that one weird part. Yeah, they don't do I, that The part. one in the, the tunnels. Yeah, don't yeah. Talk about. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that part. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Jessica watches Korean films and reads books. So <laughs> Yeah, Brandon makes fun of me for reading books. Okay, so we were on tour, right? And I finished the books that I brought. Okay. And Brandon's like, oh, I have a book for you to read. I, just, I don't read, but I brought one to seem smart. <laughs> I don't um, here, you can read it. <laughs> And it was this like it was oh, we, um, which is a great book. Okay. Um, but it was like bent to hell and just all oh, he just shoved it in his bag and <laughs> thrown things on top of it, and it was 
It was offensive how poorly he treated the book. I'll Just never like, forget that Brandon moment. Brandon treats literature <laughs> disgusting. Brandon. I remember exactly. We were in Toronto at the hotel at like the gift shop getting snacks. And and I was like, here, I'll give you that book. Well, I've got my backpack on me. And so I pulled it out. And I remember like as I pulled it out of the bag, the look on Jessica's face of just horror as <laughs> this like crumpled mass of this paperback book. She was disgusted with me. Brandon, did you do that to like act like you read the book? It's so beaten because I've been through it so many times. Like, no, I'll never, I'll never lie about okay. reading a book. I'll okay. just say I, I just throw shit in this bag, and that's, so that's wherever funny. it lands, it lands. Oh man, that poor book. I know. <laughs> well, I think it's because I thought, I thought, oh, I'll put my book in the same pocket as my iPad. And I use my iPad way more, so I just kept like jamming my iPad back against the book <laughs> oh, as I geez. keep putting put it away. Yeah, Jamie. it's a wow. book. There's a lot of them. Is it my it's a book. There's, There's a, a lot, lot of them. Oh my gosh! You're not helping your case, Brandon. I love like I love you how you get why like... I treat him the way I do. You see now, <laughs> a reprehensible human being. Like, I've been on your side the whole time, Jessica. I'm, I'm just saying. I love Thank you. I love how shit gets real as soon as Jessica comes on the podcast. It's so weird. <laughs> Was it like so nice before? Was it just like a real chill time? Yeah, yeah. it was like, it's real chill and like intellectual and very into like people still know. respected me. Yeah, the, intellectual. <laughs> the ins and outs of music composition and things, you know. Oh, I yeah. guess he's good at that. With it, when the Jessica <gasps> pops on. Oh no, silence. Oh, thank you, Jessica, for saying I'm good at something. I've told you you're good at music. I know, and that's it. Like there's been like, <laughs> oh, especially. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, like this last tour, <laughs> we'd like gone through the oh, scripts God. a few times. And then we finally, uh, when we did our first like group read together in person and we finally got to hear like Brandon's music go with it. I was like, wow, that's so much actually better with music and not just with us. It really elevated the stories. And I told Brandon and he was like, thanks, Snacks. And then he acts like I'm always mean to him all the time. Look at that, Brandon. You got a compliment. Okay. It's, and it's recorded okay. evidence. <laughs> so the whole tour group shits on me a lot. All right. So like I'm def I'm definitely the group punching bag. I, I understand. I understand it. It's fun. It's funny. I get it. So when we were doing that rehearsal, she's talking about everyone, all the actors were dancing to the music I was playing that oh, I had written for that story. Yeah. And so I recorded a video of it to prove that they actually like me and my, or at least they like my music. <laughs> I like really, it wasn't solely focused on me to prove that I can't dance because that's what it seemed like. You may have been the focal point of the video, but that was not my intention. <laughs> Jessica, I'm sure you could bust the move whenever you need to. Oh. No, I'm just spindly noodles flapping. Spindly noodles. <laughs> she reminds me of D from It's Always Sunny, you know. <laughs> you, you, you do it damn well, Snacks. Thanks. We're gonna say something. All right, so you mentioned Disney movies. What's your favorite Disney movie? Pocahontas. Nice. I had I had that one locked and loaded. Why Pocahontas? <laughs> <laughs> It's got the best music. Is it because Tisha was singing Savages right before Ella was born? Actually, no. But thank you for revealing that very personal detail about my life. <laughs> I'm just we'll kidding. No. See, now I can make Jessica feel bad. No. Uh, 
But yeah, my, my wife did sing Savages in labor. So that's a fun story. Uh, that That's like, because that's, that's my, my wife is not an aggressive person. So that's her version of being, you know, angry. But yeah, I think Pocahontas is like the best Disney movie. It's got the best music, the best story. Right before uh, you asked your question and Brandon was telling us a story about people not liking his music or liking his music, I thought he's going to end that with, and that's why I go to therapy now because <laughs> everybody picks on me. <laughs> So I've taken your advice and I go to therapy. I just think it's funny that he has like, has to document both good and bad. (laughs) Like like he videotaped them reacting well and he documents like every bad thing that Jessica said. He needs reminders, like the quotes he mentioned earlier for those times. Exactly. Yeah. Brandon is a very interesting creature because on one hand... He has just these devastating self-esteem issues. But then on the other hand, he's got this ego that just, like, inflates. So you have to just try to keep a balance with Brandon. You have to be like, Brandon, you're okay. And then he's like, you know what? I'm the most okay human there is. And you're like, all right, Brandon, you're not that okay. I'm a a spectacle of mediocrity. Stop it! Okay, Brandon and Only Jessica. Only I'm allowed to be mean to you. You can't be mean to you. I know. You're like taking, all, taking our fun away. You do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fun if you feel bad, Brandon. Right. Yeah. Oh, I don't ever feel bad. I'm fine. I'll cry after this, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here, here's a question for both of you. Um, if you could replace all the grass in the world with something else, what would you choose to replace it with? Licorice. Oh, Dick. Everything would be sticky. Like red or black li- like the black licorice? Red. Or? What? Black. <laughs> Isn't there red licorice too? No? Well, yeah, well, yeah the good one black. is the red licorice. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. Gosh, Brandon. Yeah, black's a bad not really tasty. You know what? Jessica gets all the points now, Jessica. It's zero to like a twenty. Yeah, Brandon, that wasn't a good answer. Licorice You're right. is wrong with you. Ugh. I just responded in a way that something like, what is like uh, individual and has a length like grass and I thought licorice <laughs> I and like I could eat it rather than mowing. Like I could just eat the grass. Like Let's be real. You'd rather have airheads. I would rather have airheads. That's true. See, that's a good one. Oh, airheads yeah. is good too. See, but Jessica knows I like airheads and so I have a I have a sweet tooth and on tour <laughs> I would have to rash like I if it was like a snacks tax. My penalty oh, for fuck. buying candy at a gas station would be like 30% of the candy goes to Jessica. Oh, wow. So every time I'd buy like a five pack of airheads, you know, I'd give her two of them or whatever. The math so is. So this, this is how it happened. At the beginning of tour, he's like, Jessica, no, he's like snacks. You have to help me. Don't let me buy candy on tour. And I'm like, Brandon, I'm going to hold you to that. You're not going to like me for it, but I'm going to hold you to that. You, you're like, Thanks, Snacks. Thanks for having my back. So we'd go to, like, grocery stores or gas stations and stuff, and I'd catch him in the fucking candy aisle. <laughs> and he'd have a big old bag of candy, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, it's just for driving. This is my driving candy. And I'm driving, like, give it to me. Driving and then I'd go and put it back. Wow. So what he'd do is, like, he'd sneak off when I wasn't there, buy some secret candy, and then he'd feel guilty and give me some. Oh and then later... While I'm asleep, he'd sneak over me, remove it from my pocket, and take it back. <laughs> oh, my God. You have a problem. Okay. I only took it back once, and that's because you took all the candy. You took it all from me, and I had to get at least my, you know, 70%. Oh, my 
my god. All right, Brandon, you get five of your points back because you're you're sharing. But still, I love that that was true. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> and not not oh, only god. did I when I when I cat burgled my candy back, he filmed it. I filmed it. I filmed myself like sneaking over and taking the candy back, and I sent it to her. Oh my god! Uh, so she knew I had it. Oh jeez. <laughs> That makes me sound like a bit of a psychopath, huh? Uh, now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem with with his snack oh taxes, so he's I hadn't had airheads in like fucking years, right? Yeah. And then so like I start getting used to a steady stream of airheads. <laughs> I've worked so hard to cut my own sweet tooth, and then I come back and I'm ruined. And suddenly I'm craving all sorts of garbage oh, because no. Brandon's a bad influence. Brandon. I am a bad influence. I can admit believe. that, yeah. So Jessica, would you replace the grass with? Well, not fucking sticky-ass candy because I'm not a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't know. I'm waiting for snacks to say, like, hair. Like, something way worse. <laughs> oh, I can't stand hair that's not attached to, to like, things. A like, human, just hair on the yeah. floor. Disgusting. I know. Cannot. She'll be like, hamburgers. Bro- broccoli. No, no food. We're not putting food on the floor. We're not putting food on the floor. I just something, I don't know, something like... Shag carpet. Spongy like or nice, like like a mat. So that way, like, if you fall, you don't hurt yourself. She's very um, that is the most yeah. Jessica answer I've ever heard like in my life. <laughs> like a mat. So nobody gets hurt and everyone is safe all the time. Yeah, Brandon, some of us got to look out for everyone else. We can't just all walk through a candy forest in life. <laughs> hey, oh I'm God. I'm a dreamer. You know, you I replace, dream big. You can replace it with a with trampoline. That could be oh, fun. my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that would be pretty cool. I, I like that one. That would be awesome, right? So here's the problem with like trampolines and stuff. So when I was younger, I had a we had a tramp like a big trampoline in our backyard, and I got so used to like jumping and like falling on the trampoline that I lost that like adrenaline rush that comes when you're about to fall. Yeah. So I forgot to be afraid of that. Oh no. So one day there was just we were like in Idaho or something, and there was like this big grassy field. And I'm like, oh, I could just fall back on this, and that'd be fine. <laughs> and since I lost that fear, the fear was gone. I fell back and was just winded oh, instantly just hit I'd like with to, yeah i'd like to say i was young enough that that was smart but i was like a teenager you know <laughs> i i should have known better but i didn't so after that the fear came back i'm guessing or oh the fear is back and full okay. <laughs> i've i've never been more afraid of falling yeah <laughs> I know the consequences. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you have one? Uh, favorite food of all time. Dang, that's perfect. <laughs> Licorice. No, um, yeah. this may be snacks as well. Uh, tacos. Any form. Tacos. Taco. Tacos are <laughs> yeah. good. Heck yeah. Hmm. <laughs> We've oh. been to some good taco places on tour. We have been to some good taco places. All right, Jessica, I don't have a question, so I'm going to ask you to ask him a random question. Ask, oh, I wasn't prepared for this. Oh, man, this, this, this whatever. She's like, what the hell? Brandon, what is your favorite story we've ever done on the podcast? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, my God. You can't say girl in the shed. You always say girl in the shed. You have to pick a different one. Um, that's start. No, that's not that's not me. I, someone I, else's dog. Yeah, it's someone over, over here. One of our neighbors, Oh, yeah, I Jessica guess. also calls my 
Jessica also calls my dog fat. So there's that. <laughs> dog um, is fat. Uh, fat dogs can be kind of cute though. At times. He's a bad for their dog. joints. You need to work on that. But didn't even the vet tell you he needed to lose some weight? He's a big dog. <laughs> He's just a big dog. All right. Big dogs have shorter lifespans. So you got to take care of them. Brandon, Me cherish. We do. <laughs> His weight went up exponentially after having a kid, and Ella just, like, gives him table scraps. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, the, my favorite story, I, I don't know. It's hard because I think of, like, there's all these stories where um, Jessica's the lead, and they're always my favorite because she's, like, you know, the best actor we have. Brandon? So... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to throw up on you the next time I see you. I'm just going to see you and I'm going to throw up on you. Oh um, I'd probably say, uh, like, it's it's hard because it comes, like, recently. Um, Whitefall stood out a lot to me. Uh, the season 12 finale, I think. Is that what it was? Probably. It all blends together. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> probably. But I also really liked um, The Things We See in the Woods starring uh, Jessica McAvoy. <laughs> Um, I also so really like CK Walker fan, huh? I also really like the Whistlers starring uh, Jessica McAvoy. Yeah. Um, and Girl on Fire starring Jessica McAvoy. I, I, I forgot that you were the lead in that one. Wow. Wow. Brandon. You can tell it really threw him off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know because no, I'm just that's one of my first hair. No, you legitimately forgot. You can't lie to me, bitch. <laughs> Oh my god! No, but it's um, it is like, and just to, I'm being legitimately honest. Like my favorite stories, um, most of the times are ones where Jessica is the lead actress in it. So that is that is true. Can't just be coming out here and being nice. You can't. I think you have a very pleasant voice to listen to, and kind of glide along, (laughs) and you're an incredible storyteller. And I think that you have a gift. So. I, would, I would have to completely agree with all those statements. So Brandon gets like 25 Yay. points for that last. Brandon came in, man. You beat her. It's crazy. That's why he did it. He's manipulating you. In the back of his mind, he's like, oh, God. Can't stand it when Jessica talks. No, Jessica I'm trying does- to remember. There was, a, there was a story recently that you did, and I... We're so far ahead now that I can't even remember. We're so far ahead, dude. I'm so far ahead with, like, I've just I finished episode 14 today, of writing it. So, oh man, um, I don't remember what it is, but I like the finales a lot. Like the hidden web page is another one that I really like. Oh, Jared Roberts fucking rocks it. Yeah, he's so good at like the what the fuck is going on type of stories. <laughs> I loved questions for an abductee. That one is like one of my favorites we've ever done, and I'm not even in it, and I like it. Yeah. Oh, um. Are you in, uh, wow, this is going to be spoilers. Are you in Black Friday? Yes, I am. Yeah. I, I guess, it's, is this kind of spoiler if I talk a little bit about Black Friday? I'm, all I want to say. right? It'll be out by then. Black Friday, I, uh, I wrote to the author, A.A. A. Peterson, and I was like, congratulations on the most fucked up story of season 14, my friend. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he has submitted that back in... Oh, geez, 2018, I think. Oh, we wow. were holding on to it because we're like, is this too dark? It's so is this like, ooh. it's yeah, it's 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 definitely <laughs> a dark one. We were going to run it for the new decade, 
but um, we lost our sixth episode. I'm so excited, um, though. So I was like, fuck it, we'll run it on the main show. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> sorry in advance, everyone. It is uh, it is rough. Oh, yeah, there was. I, rem- I messaged uh, Phil and Jeff, and I was like, this story is rough because this really bad thing happens for a <laughs> yes. long time. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so okay. that story. Like, some, yeah, we've done, like, season 14 has had some. Uh, some rough ones. Some rough ones. Mr. Empty Belly, that was a rough one. Yeah, it's gross. Sam Hain, that one was a rough one. Yep. These all it's been, it, yeah, there's definitely, like, a recency bias about. And there's also a bias of, like, which were the most fun to work on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Damn. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Claudia's just like lit up yeah. with the idea of like this <laughs> story you guys are talking about. Like, the, the well, like episode fourteen, person. you'll have it. <laughs> He's oh, like yeah. eyes got all it's big. Like, <laughs> I listened to it two days ago, and I've just been—it's all I've thought about for two days. Oh wow! Yeah. I only have like like a handful of lines in it, but I'm like sobbing during those lines. Yeah. So that's fun. Oh, I, know, I remember who you play now. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Like, it just shows Woof. how, like... Oh, that's why Brandon <laughs> likes the stories I lead in, because I'm usually terrible things are happening to me. It's all coming together now. Or, or like, See? Or Brandon makes likes, sense. Or Brandon likes the one She's where... She's like, you... oh, Jessica crying, music to my ears, incredible. <laughs> oh, that makes Jessica me sound pain, so bad. Suffering. No. Or you like the one, like, like when your character dies at the end, you have to do a scream that you have to do. Oh, like he loves those. The I'm not that person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! But for anybody listening, uh, listen to No Sleep. You guys are missing out if you haven't been listening to No Sleep because it's it's really cool how you guys like you said, Brandon. It stayed with you, and it's just audio, so that's really powerful. I think yeah. for something audio to stay with you that for that long. And I think that music makes a a huge impact in that. Like, yeah, kind of you know. Um, yeah, pulls Jamie. the story together. Giving Brandon more compliments. I think it's I his interview. <laughs> well, okay. Well, hold on. I don't want to call that a compliment. I think impact is the right word because it can also negatively impact it. I could easily fuck a story up. Like if I but get it, don't. if I get the tone wrong. <laughs> thank you. But what I'm, but what I mean is like, so like, so when a story really stands out to me, like Black Friday, I think. I, I I really want to nail it because yeah. I don't want to be the detracting factor from this story. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. I, I feel that, that way, same way too, with like voice acting when it's like a powerful story, and I'm like, I cannot be the one who fucks this up. Please, <laughs> right. God, don't let me be the one who fucks this up. Because <laughs> you, I mean, you get cast in those a lot where you have to have like an emotional response. Like yeah. you said, you're always crying and dying and stuff. So. Your favorites, yeah. Yeah. Dude, Jamie has some passion when she defended you. Like, she peaked on our mixer here. <laughs> <laughs> like, went to red. Jeez, Jamie. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be fun to edit I out, Jamie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Claudia hates <laughs> editing me, so. <laughs> In all honesty, like, if anything separates No Sleep from, like, other horror shows, it probably is the fact that each story does get its own unique soundtrack and stuff because, like, there are plenty of other channels that, like, mm-hmm. they can do the sound effects, they can do the voice acting, but they don't have they don't have a Brandon. So we're pretty lucky. Wow. I hit my microphone in response to that. On- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you, tr- you hear me try to, like, drown it out so you couldn't hear me being nice. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. I do think that is an important thing. Like, well, I think it's important because there's a lot of um, 
like I, I've talked to other composers and uh, musicians who want to who want to do this kind of thing, and yeah. they always get worried. Like, well, there's all these stock music libraries, you know, with this really great music written that's you know that you can kind of pick and choose different tones and stuff, but. Right. Um, in my, again, very limited experience, even in other projects, people will seek out a, a composer whose sound they like because yeah. they can say, well, everyone already has that other music. So right. they can have a specific thing for their story yeah. and uh, keeps us employed. So Yeah, plus who wants to go looking for music? Ugh. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, it sounds so... Uh, like robotic, like just yeah. search scary Jessica dies, uh. <laughs> and like it's 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 something special when something is written for something yeah. in particular. So yeah, yeah. definitely adds another well, thank you. another element to it. So, um, but yeah, I guess we're at the end of our podcast. <laughs> thank you guys for both for being on our podcast. Thank you, Jessica, for taking time out of your day for being on our podcast. Also. Of course, it's been like an hour. I'm sorry. No, no, don't don't be sorry. No, this, this, is a, this is like way better than I thought it was going to oh be. Oh my so. god, it has this is like going to release a... in four parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is amazing. Thank you both. Um, do you guys have any shout? Well, Brandon, since your episode, sorry, do you have any shout outs or any social media plugs you want to tell people about? Uh, I'm normally. I, Brandon Boone is a really common name, so I'm normally at uh, at Wanderous Sound. But uh, well, there's there's a bass player in Atlanta, funny enough, named Brandon Boone, oh. and uh, I battle him for web space apparently. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you if you search Brandon Boone music or whatever, um, I'm the one not playing the bass guitar. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is, is there anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, or that's everything? Um, I mentioned my, my band camp earlier. If anyone's ever trying to find music from an episode, it's much easier to go there than, uh, you know, I guess emailing me or something. It's it's just, it's all there. You can find it. A lot of it's free. And right now I've got, um, because of the COVID, I put four of my Sleepless albums on there for free. Sweet. So That's awesome. It's like a compilation where it's all been remastered by Phil and everything. And is there a schedule for the No Sleep Lives on YouTube or just a weekly type of thing? How's that working exactly? I think, I think they David was doing it on weekdays. He was trying to land Wednesday or Thursday, but mm -hmm. he's realizing that people don't have anything to do on the weekends either now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think probably uh, weekends, but just, you know, check the No Sleep Twitter and Instagram and um, TikTok and all that stuff, and you'll find it. Do we have a TikTok? TikTok? No, it's, I was referencing a joke earlier before you joined the show. <laughs> okay, because I was like, what? Actually, they told me that they too. told me I should have a TikTok, and I can't think of a worse use of my time. Like, <laughs> dude, you and Jessica uh, doing I would be the most unentertaining. But you and Jessica doing dance battles? Come on, man. Or you could just talk shit on TikTok to each other. People would love I, that too. I, do that. I try yeah. to understand TikTok, TikTok, and I just. What is it? Maybe I'm too old now. I think I'm too old. I feel like I'm too by. old as well. You guys are old. <laughs> I don't get the humor. I don't get the appeal. A lot of it's just like teenage girls not wearing a lot of clothes. And I'm like, this just makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really sketchy. Yeah, that is kind of weird. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know. Is it an app or is it a website? Is it part of like, it's like its own thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Download the app. Yeah, I think it's just a mobile thing. Yeah, it's so just an app on your phone. Yeah, but, it um, used to be Musically, and now it's TikTok. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. it's true. Oh, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> TikTok was the moment when I heard about it, and like b not being able to comprehend what it is, I was like, uh, I'm finally an old. I don't have to worry anymore <laughs> about new technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Jessica, uh, did you want to mention your stuff or do you want to leave Brandon and have all the shine towards the end of the episode? No. Do it's yeah. Brandon's interview. No, it's at JN McAvoy. What's your boy, Brandon? <laughs> is that what it is? It at JN McAvoy? Yeah, that's it. Because oh, Jessica God. McAvoy is a stupidly common name. I tried all variations of Jessica McAvoy or J McAvoy, and it was just like, oh, you're fucked. So I had to throw James my McAvoy. Yeah. James McAvoy, yeah. Yeah, that's my cousin. <laughs> Spelled Man. differently. So what does the N stand for? Nicole. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. Do you know my middle name, Jessica? Yeah, actually, I should. Brandon. Brandon. Uh, I know it. I know it. It's like some stupid white guy name. Shit. Brandon Wondrous. <laughs> it is a stupid white guy name. Brandon Wondrous. <laughs> <Lou>. <laughs> It's like so basic too. It's Why like, can't I remember it? Brian. Uh, you think my name is Brandon Brian? It's Michael. Michael. Okay. I was gonna say Michael. BBB Brandon Brian. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Ian. Where's the Aaron? <laughs> oh, no. I was about to do literally everyone else's <laughs> middle name. I know off the top of my head, but yeah. not yours. If my name was Brandon Brian Boone, I'm just checking out. I'm done. Just checking out. I'm done. BBB. Oh my god. Too many. Hey Brandon, since you're a hip hop fan, I'm gonna send you some dope ass albums over Instagram. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. And so Everyone I- send your mixtapes to Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> who's your okay, so who's your favorite rapper then? Who? If Jessica or me? Who you yeah. Oh me. I'm not gonna ask Jessica. Uh, I think I'm like, I think Nas is up there for me. And, oh, Nas is great. And a lot of people hate on M, but M is really, he's a really dope MC. So I can't. He's he's yeah. up there too. So yeah, those two. What about you? Do you have any favorites? Aesop, Aesop Rock. Oh yeah, another good one. Not Aesop Rocky, Aesop Rock. Aesop <laughs> Rocky. I like I like yeah, Asher Roth a lot. Incredible too. kid. Yeah, he has some. Yeah, really yeah. Music. Check out the new Asher Roth album. It's good. Yeah, that is a good one. Jessica might like it too. It's very melodic. She's heard it for sure in the van while I was driving. Oh, really? What have I heard? Nice. I heard a lot of freedom stuff. Yeah. What is that you play that everyone else hates? Radiohead. I mean, besides Radiohead. <laughs> oh, Brockhampton. No, not Brockhampton. The loud, clangy one. Uh, Weezer. <laughs> the, loud, the loud, clangy one? The loud, yeah. Clangy one. Are there vo- vocals in it? Yeah, and like the album covers are gross, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. No, Jessica, I'm being honest. I have no idea. Yes, you do. Their name's like Death Puddle or something. (laughs) Oh, oh, Death Grips. Death Death Grips. Death Puddle. (laughs) Death Grips. I've never heard of Death Grips. Wow. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. They are an acquired taste. It but, is challenging music. But, <laughs> but I was saying Jessica might like the Asher Roth album, the new one. Not oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's, he's pretty cool too. I like it. But all right, cool. Well, we're gonna stop wasting your time, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much again for taking time out, hanging out with us. Um, this was amazing because I think we let Brandon intercept your interview, but now you actually got to come in and intercept his interview. So that was, <laughs> Much though, like for an hour. That was good. Sorry, Brandon. (laughs) Snacks, you know I love you. You, you. 
But <laughs> but but that's like a back and forth that people won't get to hear all the time. I know, so, right? You know, there we it's go. Like real life stuff. Now they know what we're really like. Yeah. 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 Some inside Thank info. You. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you guys for staying with us and listening to this awesome interview. Um, check us out everywhere. Um, Everybrewspodcast.com and Spotify, Apple Music. We're everywhere. So tune in. And um, we're all over the socials also. Everybrews Podcast. Anything, Jamie? Nope. Just enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go listen to No Sleep. Yeah, definitely check out No Sleep if you haven't. I don't know who hasn't checked out No Sleep, though. Like, shit, man. That has, like, likes horror podcasts. Like, <laughs> Jeez. I was going to say, I'm kind of new to it, so I'm sure there's people that haven't. I mean, but, it's like, you oh, know, yeah. like, but if you're like into horror podcasts, like that's like one of the ones you're like, oh, shit, no sleep. Man. I will say the most I've listened to is The New Decade, and I really like those. It's because of Jessica, huh? Just because Jessica's the host? <laughs> I'm not going to say. I will say, but I will say Jessica kills it as the host, though. A lot of yeah. times she's saying she, she, she does. sure, but she she definitely did a good job. So. I think my favorite one like, was... I just read what Olivia wrote. I just read that. <laughs> he did like, the she's white... going to start her own horror podcast and try to put us out of business and hire her own composer. <laughs> I think my favorite one was like The White Planet. Oh, that one. I really like that one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But... That was one where I'm like, I hope I didn't fuck this up by taking like a very specific tone with it. Because I was like, I don't think I can just read this like a like a, like a a default horror story. I felt like I had to do it kind of like slow and melodic and then i listen back to it and i'm like did i just make this the most boring thing ever did i ruin this no. um <laughs> i did it good yay and instead it's someone's favorite see jessica how talented you are brandon you're so good oh like you, you so much you were gonna insult me up until that last second and well, you switched brandon, it. i could hear it i have nothing but respect for you i think you're a really great i can't guy. handle this i can't handle this at all i guess this is a good time to thank you brandon thank you jessica thank you jamie for putting up thank you claudius i appreciate it. thanks claudius. <laughs> <laughs> all right bye guys thanks probably just being a douche (laughs) and someone's got to call him on his shit someone has to tear him down